Muscle Nomads with Aaron. What's up? No nickname. No, no nickname. Aaron. Yeah, and it's Vigor Steve, <laughs> which has a nickname. What's up, guys? It's been a while. How have it's you been? It's been a while. I've been very, very good, mate. Awesome. Very good. Getting refreshed, getting mm-hmm. deloaded, feeling good. Just getting, you know, just finding my little groove again after little injuries and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, Overall, you, you tore your adductor having sex? Tore my adductor. I wish it was having sex. It wasn't. It was being an asshole thinking that I could do jiu-jitsu at 300 pounds, yeah. which was a terrible idea. Boxing was fine. Jiu-jitsu was not fine. Mm-hmm. Get so to stay in your lane, man. I have to. I do have to stay in my lane. Agreed. Yeah. It was fun while it lasted. All 12 minutes. Um, <laughs> kind of like sex. Shortest, shortest. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least it's fair in that yeah. sense. Right? Shortest career ever. 12 minutes of BJJ. Yeah, I was winning. Yeah, were you? Well, maybe not. Until you were on the floor screaming. Yeah, tap okay. out. Do you know what? <laughs> we, I, I tried. I tried a couple mm. classes before that. The reason I did that was mostly because I didn't really warm up properly. It was my yeah. stupid fault. But I used to do jujitsu. I competed back in the day. I was mm-hmm. only a white belt, nothing special. But I noticed the size difference mm-hmm. between like when I was boxing before and jujitsu before to doing it now and being a considerable amount of weight, probably you know, 80 pounds. That's a big difference. It's a big yeah. difference. I was choking myself out. I was in positions where I was just in a position like shrimping. Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu guys will know what shrimping is. When I'm sort of trying to shrimp out of position, keeping my chin tucked to my hands and my hands tight, mm-hmm. and I'm struggling to breathe just because of just nothing here. And I, at that moment, I was like, you'd think, they were like, oh, dude, you're going to crush it in Jiu-Jitsu. All you have to do is get on top. And I'm like... Yeah, that's easier said than done when you can't really move. Or and, these, and these small guys are like little worms, you know, they'll squeal out of every they're little hole. On your back, like <laughs> ferrets. So trying to catch a ferret. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, little ferret fuckers. But um, they are uh, very, very good. And they're, yeah. good, they're good at that gym as well. So, um, you know, shout out to the Bangkok Fight Lab guys. Stop bullying me. But boxing wise, is going well. All right. That was all right. So I can do that because I, I do enjoy. That's one thing I've incorporated now as a regular thing mm-hmm. instead of just regular you know tre- treadmill cardio in the off season less throughout the week but two or three high intensity boxing sessions right, yeah because i feel like if you're going to do cardio in the off season it's not for fat loss it's for no, cardiovascular it's for, it's for health. so you might as well do mm-hmm. something that's actually going to test that right and my cardiovascular health improved dramatically in just a few months of boxing yeah i can imagine so i'm going to keep that in Mm -hmm. and just try not to injure myself okay and i I should be all right so that will be the majority of my cardio and it's way more fun as well and all that sort of all that maxing out the adductor machine didn't help with brazilian brazilian jiu-jitsu you still got injured well only because i didn't warm up Mm. yeah Yeah. still got good adductors Thankfully, it didn't completely tear off the bone, but... Thank God for TB500 and BPC157. Yeah, let's just say I healed real quick. Yeah. Real well, quick. I was there the same night, right? Yeah. So same let's, let's have a look at my goodie. pharmacy. Steve, bring... <laughs> bring all the drugs. Bring everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm I broken. Had, I had everything laying around, yeah. so... So Steve showed up, little goodie bag, BPC, mm-hmm. TB500, GHK Copper. What else? Anivar. Anavar. The last little bit of pharmaceutical anivar in existence yeah, in Thailand. Damn, I miss Bonavar stuff. Yeah, miss ah. it. Break yourself again, and I'll have more. Have you got more? You still of st- course, you stashing? Of, of course, I'm stashing. Oh God! Om sent me a message today. It's going out of stock. So give me whatever you have left. Oh really? Oh okay. yeah. Well, as long as I know where where it is. Yeah. So well, if I pass away prematurely, you can have it. <laughs> Just leave that in my will. There, yeah, yeah, it's in the will. Just yeah, the yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. so Aaron, Aaron has first dabs on the pharmacy <laughs> drawer. <laughs> 
If I do kick off, then you have first dabs. Cheers. Yeah, you'll find a lot of cool stuff it. in there. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just leave your crypto keys in there. No, 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 no. That's that's for the wife. No, fuck you. <laughs> You're gonna have the drugs. <laughs> crypto keys for the wife. I'll take the drugs. Yeah. I'll take the key. Yeah. But yeah, that stack the you know the the pretty standard apart from the GHK, mm -hmm. it was the the pretty standard health protocol stacks right. recovery stacks that we've used previously. Mm -hmm. With a bunch of collagen powder, healthy, clean diet, you know, you know, proper protocols, being very proactive with movement and exercise mm -hmm. as, as much as you can pain free. Right. And yeah, six weeks. Yeah. Six weeks. I was back to like, mm -hmm. oh, I've done four plates aside on the hack squat, having some fun. So mm -hmm. I was pretty happy with that. Yeah. Pretty good. No, you can heal pretty fast. And as long as you're not torn off the bone, like yeah, you had a couple was, fibers, was, right? Yeah. A little light bruising. But partial tears. So. And you had like one hickey on the inside, right? Lady boy hickey on the inside. Little lady boy hickey. Could have been from a lady boy. I'm not too sure about yeah. that. But as long as it's only one nut that it's like this big. If it's no. this small, then it's okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it wasn't like a... It didn't look like Nick Walker's hamstring or nothing. Oh, oh poor yeah. guy. Hey, he healed quick as well. Mm. Jeez, he healed quick. Well, Matt, Matt knows what to do. I think they've just got the access to all the same stuff, right? Probably plus, I imagine, at that level. Mm-hmm. I'd be shooting in a, you know, 20 grand's worth of stem cells ASAP. Oh, yeah. You know, of course, so it's all worth it. I mean, the prize in. money is very high, and they're on the top three right. wherever they play. So the prize money is very, very good. And they increased the prize money for the Arnold yep. to 300,000. Did you see Dubai Pro? Yeah. <laughs> they just doubled it. They were like, right, you want to see a price increase? Yeah. Double. 180 when, grand. When is the Dubai Pro? Uh, I'm not sure on the date. My... my it must there. be soon. Yeah, it might go it must there. be soon if they've just announced it because, yeah, I mean, the production of that show alone is impressive, but now it's a $40,000 first place. Yeah, it's still not very close to the Mr. Olympia, but it's... But well, it's, it's you know, beside the Olympia and the Arnold. It's the highest it price money. pisses yeah. over everything else, and it's only been going for two years. Let's see. Dubai Pro. We doubled it. Oh, we doubled day. it. Of course they did. They could have tripled it, probably. Dubai Pro 2024. Um, I don't see a date. Well, I'll uh, I'll find a date and link it down below. I want I want to say I do want to go I, though. I, I, I want to say something like June, maybe May or June, something like that. I'll find it. But that could be a good fun weekend away. It's not you know it's a fairly quick flight. Six hours. Might as well go onwards to Europe, dude. Say hi to the family. Nah. Yeah. I'm already going to Europe. I'm not, I'm not planning on doing Europe twice so, in one year. Right. So when you're buying, bouncing to Spain? Yeah. So heading over to Spain in April, mm -hmm. doing a few months there and just, just basically a change of scene, no distractions, work, body build, finish off the off season, come back here, hopefully made all the gains that I want to make this year and then potentially look at a prep. Uh -huh. If it's not quite on the cards, then I'll just keep growing. Right. But all my boys will be prepping for the... The Bangkok show. So we'll be back here for the one in November, right? Or October? Yeah, November. November. Yeah. Because yeah. they've got Bangkok, Vietnam, Taiwan, Japan, mm -hmm. everything's in that vicinity all around the same month. So it's a good, no, little, might as well, good yeah, little run you of can shows. Stay in so, shape, yeah. you fly right after the show, and then you have a couple of days to kind of rebalance your water after a short flight. Exactly. And, and I've got a few, yeah. a few people that are going to be ready for those shows. So mm. if I don't do them, they'll be doing them. So I might as well be here for the prep. Just right? let them do them. Get, get the money. Be the coach. I want the card, bro. I want the card. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's looking good. It's the last little push to free hundred was great. Mm -hmm. That was good. 
I'm at 275 now with pretty decent abs mm-hmm. and a good, in good shape. And and you just come out of a deload. Just reset, finished right? a deload week. So I'm feeling fresh and just kind of ready to, you know, get back into it, do a, do a few little growth pushes and, uh, and a couple of experiments as usual. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. How's the mint going? Well, day one. Feel a bit shit. Feel depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It could, it could, I think potentially, you know, shitty night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Rushed rush around in the morning. Only one meal before training today. I need two or three these days. Ah, uh, so you you felt depressed after the workout because your workout was shit. Well, throughout the workout, I was just like, you know, I think it's a combination. You know, when you finish a deload, yeah. day one back in the gym, and it's you rough. feel like I gotta go today. Untrained, yeah, right? yeah, I gotta go today. Are you going tonight? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like this weight. You look at your logbook or whatever, and you're like, oh, you can't. I ain't going to do no, that. No, you can't. You can't. So that first week or two back is a little bit of a mental challenge. you just got to accept two or three reps in reserve, ease mm-hmm. yourself back into it. Right. Next week will feel fine. You'll be sorry shit anyway, and then right. the week afterwards exactly. you can make progress again. Yeah, I had good pumps. It all felt yeah. good, but yeah, it's, it's just that first week back sucks. You just feel like a little filthy natty in the gym for the first time. <laughs> But, you know, it is what it is. But how do you deload? Do you train at all or just completely? I didn't do anything. Week off. And then food-wise? Fasting. You just fasted. You go extreme. Down to 200 pounds. Down 200 pounds in one week. No, down two, (laughs) two, two. So I was like 210, 212. And then I was to 200 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. From 96 to 91 kilos. I wanted to go another day, but then I figured, you know, what, 91 kilos is... You know, can't go below 90. Now it can be below no, 90. Yeah, I would have been below 90 for sure. Get blocked. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, get below 90, you get blocked. So that was pretty good. And then reintroducing food was a bit rough. Like, I did the figures Q&A and was burping the whole time. It was uh, pretty nice. Oh, really? Yeah. What did you eat? I had just usual stuff, like uh, egg, salmon, chicken, vegetables. Oh, nothing out of the ordinary. No, just the normal ketogenic day to kind of re- ease back into it. Because if you start adding in carbs, then your blood sugar goes all over the place because you're so insulin sensitive. So it's just a little shock to the system. And then your body's like, carbs, 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 yeah. carbs. So I uh, I just had a keto day. But then it, you know, I had a little bit of yogurt. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Yogurt and granola. So maybe that messed me up. So I had the vigorous Q&A and it was like every 20 minutes, like, out of nowhere. So my apologies. <laughs> free gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, free gas, yeah. Luckily, you didn't have to smell it. Yeah. I'm circulating in here with all the fans in. <laughs> Fermenting the room. Yeah, so, so, so now it's been two days on food. Yesterday I had a good refeed, and uh, today, let's see what happens. But I dropped a lot of weight, man. I I'm dropped a lot of fat. Yeah. It's fast. It's crazy. I can't do them. Two oh. days, I'm done. But yeah, what did no, you do? So it was a full week. Five, five and a half days. Five yeah. and a half days. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how you do it. It's brutal. Oh, I can't do a little it. bit of Zipper diet here and there. Yeah, like with, even with the liraglutide before, when the mm. last time I fasted, yeah, that was great. Three days, no problem with the liraglutide. Mm. That stuff is strong. Yeah, but then after that, I was like, oh god, feeling it. They get anxious to eat big time. It's yeah. it's not the physical hunger; it's the like mental. Like I nah, physical hunger do doesn't happen until like you know last week of prep. Yeah, it's the only time you really feel physical hunger. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's kind of like, at that point, you're weird and you kind of enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> you just get into You just got to bring something to your mouth, just like smokers, you know, they're used to doing this movement. And when you eat six meals a day and a shake, yeah. I mean, you're used to bring something to your mouth also. So after four days of that, you're like looking around and like, can I bring something to my mouth? Oh, I have vegetables. Maybe that's why so many bodybuilders turn gay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you need a big sausage in your mouth again. Quench your appetite. Quit smoking stuff. Yeah. Or the lady boys said, it all pre-op. <laughs> you. <laughs> Only pre-ops. Only pre-ops. Yeah. Oh, talking about the lady boys, I'm going to Patty in two weeks. So, 
Oh, good luck. Might as well. <laughs> so I wanted to uh, ask you a funny, because I had this funny conversation the other day. Oh, here we go. Nothing to do with lady balls. Okay. okay, okay. No, All right, bring it on. No, it's just one of these funny things that I was thinking about. And because yeah. I met quite a few uh, just new people for the first time in mm. the last, in the last sort of, since I've been injured and lost a bunch of weight. And mm. and for some annoying reason, every time I meet new people, people come through Bangkok and, you know, they say, I'm always at my smallest. So we had yeah. Jared coming through town, you know, Mike is retail, yeah. and then yeah, like, yeah. John moved here and all And I was like, why do they always come through when I'm at my smallest and it not happens, the biggest? Man. It happens. But does that have you, that does that happen to you since you've you know been a filthy natty? No, but I'm not a filthy natty. I'm still in the GH just... and uh, or the, I ran out of IGF one one vial, so I'm not going to open another one. But uh, no, I I don't care anymore, man. That, maybe it's I don't me. give a shit anymore. I used to give a shit. Like when I was making videos with Tony Huge, he had the nasty habit of only making content with me when I was on the cruise. Right. And then he would make me and sit back. Anger, yeah, get that sit angles. back here. So totally Tony would be angle, here. This one. And then he would, ask, yeah, he would ask me questions. Uh, luckily, all those videos are offline. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I decided, you know what, maybe yeah, I yeah. should start my own <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> I love you, Tony. You're crazy. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it, it got annoying. But I mean, I've kind of come to terms with this. Yeah, now, you you've know? been doing that long enough, haven't you? And I still look okay, you know, when I take pictures with people and, and as long as I'm somewhat lean and I have some separation, then it's okay. But it's like that whole phase of needing to be the biggest guy, which it's hard to compete with you anyway, even if I'm fully sauced and you're cruising. I don't know, John is here and there's so many bigger guys going through. So I, I just, I'm like, whatever, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too bothered about being the biggest guy, but I just hate being at my smallest. Like, so let's do a group picture and all hit a pose and I'm like... And then, so this is why you're always on the outside, right? Uh, of course. <laughs> you got to get that. Got to get that outside wide, <laughs> wide lens, 20, extra wide lens, 20 pounds. Aaron is so big, even though he's like, can't even walk, fully injured. Yeah. And then you're still standing on the outside, so you look big. Yeah. It's it's, it's a mental game, man, because you're still bigger than most guys. Yeah. That, do you know, that's the confirmation from it. The nice bit is when you do mm. see the pictures afterwards and you go, okay, it doesn't look too, I'm not too far off and, mm -hmm. I'm, and I'm at my smallest. So if I was at my biggest, then it'd probably look good. And but then I'm like, oh, I can't do it at my biggest. And then when you're in those phases in between mm -hmm. growing is when you just got to, you know, trust the process, stick with it. But yeah, I was just wondering if you, um, if you ever had those situations, no, I, I, you're, I'm, you're good I'm, with it, you know, I'm good and you're still I'm, usually I'm bigger than everyone you meet anyway. Yeah. Especially yeah. in Thailand, you know, it's easy. As, as long as you're over 150 pounds, it's easy. <laughs> I've got to get massive before the Olympia. Yeah, but you're going for sure, right? Yes, this year for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'll go over there and go and catch up with Jared if he's not too busy and do a bit of training at the layer. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably bump into a whole bunch of units and machines. So I need to be full off season. You're going to have a, you're gonna have a reality to check. As you know? a brick. While everyone else is like balls deep in prep, Yeah, I just need to be like, you it know. It doesn't matter, man. You got to just make sure you focus on yourself. All this competitive stuff, it doesn't really matter in the end. It does. You have to be the biggest. No. It... I need to be the biggest. <laughs> well, Talking about big. High quality. That's for Forearms. The... Yeah. You know, we're, we're pretty good in the forearm department. Not me, right? man. You've got good forearms. Nah. Uh, they were pretty, they were right. Nah, they were right. like straight, straight up and down. Well, they're like, you can't see yeah. the angles. Maybe, maybe on super draw. Just do this, just walk around like that. Yeah. But yeah, like I've got pretty chunky forearms, right? Mm -hmm. I never had big ones. And everyone says, do you train your forearms? No. I'm like, no. I never train my forearms directly, ever. Like, maybe two or three sets in my entire life. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, it's just from, I think, from Rose. Heavy back work without straps. Yeah, just heavy, or heavy whatever. everything, right. But then, even then, do you think you can really grow big forearms or is it mostly genetics? I think... I think if you train them, you can grow them. I, I used to train them religiously when I was really drug-free before I ever touched steroids. Mm. And they barely grew, so I threw in a towel. And then I, I tried, you know, after every uh, back workout, you do a couple sets of forearms. And after a while, you see no real tangible results. So I was like, you know, whatever. Just give up, right? Yeah. Because I always go back to the Kai Green example. Mm -hmm. That guy is pound for pound maxed out as big as you're going to get on his frame. Yeah. No traps, no forearms. Tiny forearms. Yeah. Tiny, tiny, skinny forearms. If that guy can't grow forearms. Yeah, maybe he didn't try. You know I mean? But even with the rows, like it's a secondary. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so, I, and I keep seeing different examples of that. And people always say, I've been trying to grow my forearms. I've been doing full arm days and half of it's just forearms. And mm -hmm. and then they're trying the frequency and all the different training approaches and techniques desperate to try and get forearms. Yeah. And I understand the appeal of having big forearms. It does look cool hanging out of a t-shirt. But honestly, I think a lot of people are wasting their time. I think it is a massive genetic body part, which yeah. might grow a little bit, mm -hmm. but... They're never going to be... Effort-wise, it's probably the least responsive. Yeah, the amount of effort the least important as well. Yeah, of course. If I mean, you're it, talking it, bodybuilding. I if mean. It, it does complement your physique, obviously, right? Yeah, if you have but, good arms and you have good forearms, of course, it complements it, but it's the least judged. Yeah. And and even if you don't have tremendously big forearms, you can always, like, angle it in a way where you're like, oh, it's actually yeah, pretty yeah. good looking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, effort-wise, I mean, I think calves grow faster than forearms uh, for the same amount of effort. Hmm. Uh, plus, if you really hit your uh, forearms twice a week, I mean, how are you going to grip particular action because it's fucking sore? Yeah. You know, so you can do it after back day, afterwards, right? And then maybe the next day you don't do anything. But if you, like, you use your hand for basically everything, right? Including leg day. So if you're sore and you can't grab into the machine, then how hard can you train legs? You know? It's or true. you're going to use straps in the leg press? God, I see people wearing everything <laughs> in their leg press. I see people wearing <laughs> knee straps, belts, arms, hands, wrists, the works for a bloody bicep curl these days. But scared to tear. I, I think I agree though. I think calves, you've got a, you've got more chance of growing your calves a mm. little bit. Although again, it's going to be a slow grow if you don't have that genetic. If you've got yeah. long ass calves, sorry, bro, but you probably like I'm lucky. My limbs, I'm mm. six foot, but I have the limbs of a five foot five human. So my my arms are really short. Yeah, you get like limbs my, of a five seven and right? a six one. Exactly. Yeah, you're yeah. all torso. Yeah, I'm a, mostly torso, and then my limbs are all short. But that gives me the benefit <laughs> of looking big. I do have little teeth. Uh. They were testing my reach for boxing. Yeah, and they were like, "The fuck? What's going on here?" <laughs> They're like, why have you got like Stubby. stumps, <laughs> literally stumps? I'm like, yeah. You got to spar look cool. with, a, with a guy that's 5'4", otherwise. <laughs> it really is. I was sparring with guys smaller than me, and they had like five inches more on their reach, and they're like, what's going on here? Oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, well, I've got no neck, so I'll just walk through punches like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, funny. But the limbs benefit me, because I've got mm. like real short arms, like, short arm guys in bodybuilding Lee Priest Flex Lewis yeah you know Nick Walker mm -hmm. short limbs but you get the illusion of massive yeah you know like measurement wise they're mm -hmm. probably not much bigger than a lot of guys the man like 20 21 Seven, inches something like that 17 inches yeah yeah I'm like I think I'm probably 21 you think yeah All right. but they look like 23s 24s because my arms are so short mm. 
Well, at least I think they do anyway. I hope for you. Maybe not after. I hope they do. So somebody goes shows up at the Mr. Olympia with a measuring tape. Said, "Aaron, are you really 30, 300 pounds in twenty uh, three inch arms?" Yeah. Well, who's the guys that Eric do that? Is it, yeah. He comes, yeah. Can I stand on the scale? Yeah. Nah, but you try to troll you've got me to kick also. Off now, you? Yeah. You got to just start fight with him now instead. No, 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 no. no. Isn't no, that what that, some of the guys do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get upset, man. It's just stand what? on the scale. Yeah. Who cares? I don't know what the big you don't deal believe was. my words. No, otherwise he wouldn't do it. Right. Like, if you there's so many people lying about their height and their size and their measurements and otherwise you know within one video everybody would be correct about what they're claiming but most of them are not you know yeah. i'm 300 pounds no you're not are you really are you really it's funny i, I said i was 200 pounds and then i was like 230 <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh fuck i gained a lot of weight shake shack <laughs> yeah <laughs> i had way too much food when i was in the u.s i gained oh. like 10 percent of my body weight that's uh, why all the american bodybuilders are so big yeah. Because America. Because America. Hashtag yeah. Because America. Uh, and next time I go there, I'm going to cook all my own meals. Man. I can't wait, mate. I can't wait to feast hard. Last, I, re I still remember mm -hmm. the flavors and the tastes from the last time I went there. And that was a long last time. That was 2018. Yeah. Now you get the same flavors, but double the price. Yeah, great. <laughs> the remortgage for this trip. <laughs> you get a remortgage. It's a tough one, man. <laughs> Sell all your Ethereum. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so, I mean... Talking of that, of the Olympia, mm -hmm. you might have spoken about this before, but mm. after seeing Nick, yeah, when he was kind of in recovery, mm -hmm. those few weeks after that show, mm -hmm. and what's you know, with with all of this extra time now, mm -hmm. I mean, I think he's going to jump into the New York, uh, into the Arnold. I think he's going to last Maybe minute jump into the Arnold. Two he weeks. looks pretty good. Yeah, it could be. Maybe, but he needs an invite, right? He didn't get invited. I think he could. Yeah, maybe, yeah. If it looks good. For the for the media last minute, well, last day. We have we have Samson Dada and Hadi Chupan, so that's already a good lineup. And then if they allow him in, yeah, I think yeah. you know. He well, he wins. If he shows up, I think he I think he wins. To be mm -hmm. honest, I think he if he I think he was if he was at the Olympia, I think a lot of people would have been shocked. Because his dryness and hardness and condition They would have been top three. He well, I think the rest of them would have got caught out a bit. Because none of them were crisp. Nick is always crisp. Yeah. And mm -hmm. he's big, and he's got the taper now as well. So I, I don't know. I think this year is going to be the, the the year of the mutant. I really do. I hope so. I hope so too. But uh, he's doing New York, New York Pro. Mm -hmm. That will be a he'll walk that. Mm -hmm. But the Arnold, that's what the big one is now in it, March. So we've got James Hollingshead in the yeah. UK. Antoine, Samson. Yeah, Antoine. Antoine. Antoine um, Marie Raphael. Mm-hmm. Uh, Horse MD Marcelo D'Angelis or whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. That guy's a genetic freak. Yeah, he's working with Milos, so yeah, he looks he looks insane. He's gonna be a force to be reckoned with that one. I really want to go, but it's such short that I just can't make it. It's a good lineup, right? Yeah. It's a good lineup. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm excited to see that one. But uh, we can do a watch party here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Right? Why not? Yeah. But peeking, like peeking for the Arnold. Mm -hmm. What would you do? What would you do with? Let's pick an athlete. Yeah. Pick an athlete from that lineup you want to win the Arnold. Samson. Right. What would you do? I load him up, but load him up a day early so he has another day to dry out. Yeah. And because the problem is he's still a little bit spilled, and of course now he's a lot leaner compared to the Mister Olympia. Um, but you know, Milos, I, I love the guy, but sometimes he misses the peak. A little and bit too he, risky. And then he's a little bit. Then there, these athletes are a little bit too watery. So I think if he does the peak but a day early. And then has a day to kind of clean up, you know, 
keep the fullness but let go of the water and uh, then they would look super super good mm, so yeah. i tend to agree i think looking at samson's pictures now mm -hmm. every time i see one of his updates i'm like don't change anything yeah just don't change anything Walk him on stage like yeah, that. Yeah, but you can. I mean, it's... Of it's, course they won't. But they then won't. the loading, like, does he really need a big, heavy insulin, a very high, three or four high-carb day load? Yes, because you burn through it, posing. Yeah, but That's like you problem. say, maybe it's just doing it a day earlier to give that little opportunity to really, mm -hmm. really suck down. That might be that might be the way. What would you do drugs-wise? Anything you're throwing drugs? All everything. <laughs> I don't know what he's using right now, so I mean, it's 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 probably nothing crazy. It's it's the usual shit that everybody takes. I think drug wise, he's right where he needs to be. or just needs to come in peak week drugs. Same, all of the halo. I mean, more drugs is not going to change it. It's just timing drugs in and out for him to show up shredded, and he needs to be leaner the week when he starts doing the final preparation. Everything is there, man. You know, he definitely doesn't need any fullness. That's no, fullness sure. is there. It's just a little bit of water. I would mega dose Halo for a full week. No, but even that, I mean, they're probably already mega dosing Halo and Superdrol and everything under the sun, you probably, know? Yeah. I mean, there's so much at stake and they're big guys, so they need a little bit more antigenic incentive. They're not leaving anything on the table, right? No. They're, they're going to be using everything available. Yeah. If you were going to do that, though, because mm -hmm. I, I, I heard about this, mega dosing Halo in peak week, like 100 megs a day. Yeah, that's like, being done. Very high. But then just mega dose and Tudka alongside of it to try to. It's not going to do gonna shit, do, dude. It's but, not going to do shit for your liver health. You're just going to have to take. You're going to have. But just the duration of use for a week, a hundred megs a day for a week. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's like you'll be fine? It's just a week, or do you think it's worth just having it in there as like a little bit of something? Tudka. Like mega dosing the shit out of it, I just know, in case. or mega dosing it for a period thereafter. Thereafter for, like for three sure, or four yeah. weeks of they're, they're really high dosing. For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of guys also do 100 milligram super draw. Yeah, so well, that's a bit more of a slow burner, right? So you'd start a bit early, like three two or four weeks. weeks out, right? No, not four weeks. It's no. also too long. Usually, too the max long. the max cosmetic appeal you would get after about two weeks. So, I mean, again, I'm not against like a pretty high dose of super draw and a pretty high dose of halo tested in combination. Both. Yeah, but two weeks out, start the super draw last week. Put the halo in. I think I would assume you get a better response from fifty milligrams super draw and fifty milligrams halo testing instead of hundred milligrams halo testing. Hundred and hundred. Yeah, then you'd probably be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit overkill. Yeah. How about um, anadrol loads? Like anadrol loading. Three days leading into the show, depending on how you look. So, but that's with the carb load and the insulin and the creatine and the adenosine monophosphate. And but then there's a lot more risks, cosmetic risks involved with anadrol. So you anadrol can, anadrol you can hold water, yeah. but if you time it right, if you know how many days you need before you start to retain water, then you could do it a day early. So you just trial that like a month out, four weeks out when you're already stage lean. Especially if you do many, many shows a year, you can just keep the notes and see how the physique changes day by day, right? They take pictures multiple times per day. So at one point you can see when you start to retain a little bit of water. Yeah. That's, and this is this is the hard part. But hey, maybe it's just the, the stressors of the Mr. Olympia why Samson is not lean because you have the athletes meeting, you have the meet and greet, you have to run around staying in yeah, a Yeah, it's not your hotel. average show, right? It's not your average show. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot going on. It's much harder to peak for the Mr. Olympia compared to the Arnold Classic, you know? Yeah. So it's it, it, it highly depends on how you deal with those additional uh, burdens around the Mr. Olympia time, how you end up looking. But wouldn't... I don't think it's a drug thing. I think it's no, just a timing No, with and stress the stress thing. side of things, yeah. wouldn't Halo 
be fairly beneficial no. there? Or do you don't think it works on that? No, in that, that sense, you can. I mean, how many athletes do we see? They're on the perfect stack and they still stress themselves out. That's and a they good point. Yeah. End up watery. You know, it just takes one drink, one bad morning, doesn't it? And you're yeah, like, you look in the mirror and you're not. Oh shit, it's going backwards. And then they psych themselves out and they're like yeah. washed out. You know. Yeah, good point. And plus, uh, the more halo you're on, the, the easier you're susceptible to irritation. Yeah. <laughs> so. What was now, I running? What was I running at the NPC show? I can't remember. Thirty, right? It's a bit only thirty. Just for the last week or two, mm -hmm. I think just for the last week, and then I would still rather put it in. What did I do? Low dose, thirty or thirty or forty with my last meal on the day of the show, mm -hmm. which was like a couple of hours before pump up. I think that was it. I if I remember, I have to look at my notes. Mm -hmm. That looked all right, mm -hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I'm still, I'm already like, I'm in growth phases and I'm already kind of like thinking of what my, uh, what my prep's going to look like towards the end. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Always get ahead of myself. I, you just got to get diced and time everything right. It's not necessarily diced. about the drugs, you know, no. everybody says, yeah, more drugs, more drugs, more drugs, but it's just going to hurt you and make no. peaking actually more difficult. Oh, for sure. And I don't need much more food either. Like mm. the, the last peak, what a fucking disaster. Like two days of food loading for me mm. is plenty mm -hmm. and, I, and I hold it pretty well. And then just don't really change much. Don't fuck around with things. And no, you need a cleanup day. Move in like a three, four days of carb loading, mm -hmm. plus this, using a bit of this, using a bit of that. And then these fucking blueprint direct protocols come into play, that trying to chase work. this. And I'm just, it's disaster. And then like communication stuff and all everything else that happens on the day, the stress factor, mm -hmm. that destroyed me. Yeah. That ruined me. Ruined so even me. if you look 100% peak, right. you have a little bit of stress and your coach isn't there, then you can still miss the mark, you know? I mean, there's... A week before that show, mm -hmm. I looked fucking awesome. Yeah. And then you flew and... and the flying was great. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, when you land in that climate, yeah, right. you'll be even drier. Mm -hmm. I woke up the next morning, even drier. I was like, holy shit, we're on. This is... All I've got to do is hold this together for four days. Yeah. But then, you know, shit happens. That's anyway, it's a, <laughs> anyway. a, a learning experience. Yeah, I'm just going to be uh, prepping myself next time. That's for sure. Yeah. Otherwise, anyway. I'll be here for a second pair of eyes. Well, exactly that. Yeah. Even though I am getting, I'm, too, I'm, I'm, I'm getting fucking rusty, though. Huh? Yeah, but you still got a trained pair of eyes. Yeah. You know, you can still, when I'm going, hey, I'm thinking about putting a refeed in, mm -hmm. you'd still be able to look and say, don't be a pussy, drag it out. <laughs> you know, three more days. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what you want to, because. Right. It's justifying, it's because you know what it's like that last couple of weeks of a prep. You really find every excuse to justify every decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that decision might be not quite at the right time. So it's those little decisions. Mm -hmm. As far as the protocols and things leading in, there's one thing I'm going to do this time. Mm -hmm. I ain't changing shit. Get lean early. Like I was lean early this time. Mm -hmm. And then don't change nothing. Right. That's it. But, yeah, slowly reverse it, you know? Yeah. That's it. Nothing um, crazy. Enhanced games blowing up in the media. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. DR Aaron de Souza. What mm -hmm. a guy. Congratulations on all the media. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone's getting excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's actually a, but they haven't a, a said reality. A, they haven't said a date yet. No, but I mean, it's got enough 
funding and media attention. Yeah, Peter that. Thielen is on board. So yeah. they got more than enough money and enough media exposure and everybody's talking about it. So now it's just a matter of time of picking a date and a venue and then uh, people can start uh, planning for it. <laughs> Did you see all the comments? Yeah. They're just like, you mean the Olympics? Yeah. <laughs> no, of course, like, but at least like now there's no drug testing so they can run the drugs that are known to work and not look for alternatives that are not on the list. Right, they can just run better drugs yeah. for the job. So but everyone's going... Well, the records, it'd be funny if all the records just stay. If exactly the records the stay the same, then and you <laughs> got to keep in mind, like the really good athletes are probably going to stay with the Olympics. So you might get athletes that are either banned or athletes that don't give a fuck. Uh, or never, didn't quite make the team. Never, never got selected. And, and, and those are the, the B team, right? So even if the B team can get to use steroids and uh, other performance enhancing drugs, they might not be able to beat the records, but again, time will tell. You know, I really hope that it is a successful show event. I think it, I think it will be. Mm-hmm. I think it will really set a, a nice new standard, and I think as well it will give people because I think what the um, the people that don't know and the people that hate steroids and all of that, mm-hmm. I think what they're expecting to see is a bunch of bodybuilders showing up to oh, do like, yeah, 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 to yeah. do the gymnastics and the yeah. they're expecting everyone to be juiced up and jacked up. But I think when they see the athletes looking pretty much the same as regular athletes in the Olympics mm-hmm. and the records being maybe just a little bit faster, mm-hmm. and if it's all run very professionally with right. like some class, I think everyone that might really help with people's perspective on what performance enhancers are. Because I think most people's perspective on performance enhancers is, oh, it's just a bunch of these meatheads that look like the Hulk. No. Where in reality, it's every athlete you everybody that looks like the it. same as tour de france yeah. every and single athlete that you like <laughs> is using gear yeah exactly 99 like of athletes on the mm. planet don't care what anyone says at that level when there's so much at stake when careers are so short and there's so much money to be made they're doing shit yeah so there's prize money they're, they're going to have sponsors and it will be funny when the pharmaceutical industry <laughs> gets on board yeah and it's just a brand like they can't pr- promote any product but if you know, Bayer, Pfizer, Ellie Lilly, Nova Nordisk, if they become, um, you know, sponsors or some sort of ambassador for a particular sport, that would be hilarious. There'd be 7,000 TRT clinics sponsoring. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know and, and many of these pharmaceutical companies they already sponsor football events and stuff, but then it's yeah. Tylenol, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now they wouldn't, obviously, because it's all without prescription and off label purposes. I mean, there's no, besides Thorinabol, which was designed for athletes, mm. and none of these are actually being prescribed for performance enhancing benefits. So, you know, technically they should be able to get on board. Hopefully it'll be a nice, positive, good educational experience for I think a lot so, of people yeah. as well. I uh, if they so. set a date and the time is right, then I would love to be there. Dude, I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether he's already organized his teams and stuff for it, but you should try and get on the commentary teams. Yeah. Because oh. at some point, they're mm-hmm. going to talk about the drug side of things. Yeah. So when it comes down to the chemistry talk, uh-huh. you know, and it's like, you know, what typically would benefit athletes in this particular event, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. That might be a good I, I wouldn't mind being on board as an advisor. Yeah. You know, a health advisor alongside of the doctors that they have, but they have very good doctors already that are very knowledgeable about these subjects. Yeah, but I mean, someone directly involved with athletes, mm-hmm. you know, in the athletic world. Yeah. Let's see. Aaron. Let's see. Or Dr. Aaron. Sorry. Dr. Aaron DeSalvatore, yeah. I put him in touch with... Sign uh, us up. I want him. Just give me any job. I'll clean the <laughs> toilets or something. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, you could be like the poster boy for, uh, you know, one of the pharmaceutical companies. So, yeah, sure. So if you take like uh, dosages for 10 people, this is what happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't do what he did. <laughs> uh, I'm in. I mean, I'm signing up. If he's doing boxing, I'm signing yeah. up. I don't care. 
it's gonna be fun oh fuck man imagine going against uh, bob sap dude bob sap or bloody tyson or someone like that that just decides to do it <laughs> and you come out and you're up against those guys one like, hit yeah this is a terrible what happened decision. to staying within your lane huh what happened to staying within I your lane i'm not <laughs> jujitsu was the lane jujitsu oh is out of my lane oh god i don't even i don't even try to because i'm so scared for an injury steve do you want to arm wrestle no 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 arm no, wrestles are no. definitely out spiral of fracture you know? oh i've seen too many videos it terrifies me yeah terrible and the last time i did an arm wrestle mm. you know when you kind of get that like throbbing pain in your elbow joint for a yeah. few days and you're like that was dumb why yeah. did i do that mm. yeah no more arm wrestling and dumb shit like that no, no but i am no. very very excited for the enhanced games it's going to be awesome yeah it's um, going to be a lot of fun just we're hoping for a date and a venue, and then I might be able to book something. Has he mentioned anything at all about, no. uh, do you know what country it will be in? It will be in America. It will be in America. America. Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. So I told him, said, you know, just make sure that there's no police on campus started raiding all the athletes. Because if it is a drug event, yeah. then obviously athletes are going to bring drugs with them. Yeah. And that is a raidable, uh, you know, opportunity for the police to kind of, you know, if they do want to fuck with you. Mm. Yeah. So I said, maybe as an alternative, you need to go to a country where it's less, you know, performance-enhancing drug-phobic. Uh, but how many countries in the world are there? I would have to do it in Oregon, where everything is legal. But then Oregon has a huge meth problem. It's where all those zombies are. All the fentanyl zombies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's in Oregon. <laughs> what is happening over there? America, I don't know. They got some issues in some aspects. Get rid of that old. But it's here also. Get rid dude. of that zombie. It, what that is is Biden is the king of the zombies, yeah. and he's building his little zombie, <laughs> his little fentanyl zombie army. So there are just old zombie people walking okay. around everywhere. So he gets the zombie vote and gets yeah. back in. Yeah, yeah. It also happens in Thailand though, in the countryside. There are plenty I've of seen, addicts there. Seen a couple of zombies. Yeah, but uh, sad. It is sad. It is sad. But hey. Well, you stick to the drugs that don't make you into a zombie. No. At least not a, you know, skinny, short, at least not a skinny one. Yeah, at least. <laughs> It'll be the end boss zombie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what else was I going to say? I can't remember now. Get your notes. Yeah, there was, I was going to, I should check. I did actually put a post up for, um, oh, it was just your goals for the year. We haven't really spoken since the year started. Uh-huh. Um, have you got anything big in the pipeline? Things you want to... I want to become a dad. It's going slow. That's about it. Come on, dude. Go harder. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking as hard as I can. <laughs> All of the comments on the Q&A. Just say hi to Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the goat. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no real goals, man. I mean, I obviously want to grow the YouTube channel more. I think at this pace, I'll end up at 150,000 subs this this. At the end of this year, yeah, because I removed all the shorts and I just give people what they actually want. So, no more content of what I think is interesting. I just give the people what they want. So the views are up and the revenue is up, and it might we might hit one hundred fifty thousand subs by the end of the year. Never know, might be more than that, mate. Yeah, let's early see. days. Let's see, let's see. I'm on a good stride now, but besides uh, becoming a daddy, that's that's the only real priority. And the rest is, I don't know, kind of achieved everything I wanted to achieve already. Besides becoming a father. So that's that's it. All in good time. Yeah, that's good. it. You that's good. Turn pro. Turn fucking pro. Yeah. Get massive. Get massive. <laughs> I'm just kind of yeah, just excited now to get back into the groove. Get big again. I want to try and hit 
I'll hit, well, I'll not try and hit. I will hit 300 again. It only took two and a half weeks last time. Yeah. So maybe I'll spend a little longer getting there this time. Maybe mm-hmm. three or four weeks. Hit 300 in a, in good shape. Mm-hmm. Do that two or three times. And just really look good there. But eventually, I'll probably end up 310, 320, something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe down the line. And uh, And then, yeah, just really solidify the size that I want. So when I do step on stage, I'm in a position to step on a pro stage very soon after. Right. Right, that's the goal. So if that's this year or next year, whatever, you know, just keep plugging away. What I'm doing is working. I feel good. I'm healthy. No more yeah. injuries. No, I'm good. No more injuries, please. Yeah, touch wood. Um, <laughs> but yeah, everything's uh, grooving along pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some new ebooks coming out, uh, working on a course, which mm-hmm. is like a, an introductory. It's going to be separated into a bunch of different subjects, but it's going to be most of what there's so many new coaches coming into the industry now. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of saying, go to the gym and actually learn how to bodybuild before you be a coach because no one listens to that. They want to get into it as soon as possible. Everybody wants to be a coach. Everyone now. wants to be a coach. They all want to be in, been in the gym for three weeks and then they want to be a coach. But hey, so we just decided, well, let's just educate. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of fighting, let's try and do something useful. So putting a course together, mm-hmm. which should help fast track that first sort of year of troubleshooting mm-hmm. on like how to really navigate your first year of coaching and give you the backbone of information and education that you need to troubleshoot the most common things, mm-hmm. how to really program for people of all ages and how and how that looks going across as, as your clients progress. Mm-hmm. Things to look for, probably do a prep series there as well. Um, yeah, so that kind of stuff. So a bit more educational content. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be doing probably two different tiers for my coaching. One will be like a, a subscription model with access to educational content, uh, the training logbooks, different training yeah, through plans. The app, right? Yeah, through that. the apps. Like yeah. a, just a low-end price for people that don't want a coach, but they want access to everything that coaches produced and the tools to it's basically yeah it's like one of those training apps that a lot right, of these guys exactly have, that yeah, yeah. but with mm-hmm. like you know my touch on it mm-hmm. so it's like here's you know, actual training some some real some <laughs> legit actual plans, real training real training <laughs> some real plans that actually make sense yeah, these get and, kickbacks uh, and ebooks that go along with it so it's going to teach you how you can basically teach yourself kind mm-hmm. of thing so on a subscription model yeah and then another service for just uh just guys that want a lot more time basically mm-hmm. I think I've, I'm coming across more people now which want a lot more coaching time. And I try and provide a lot of time for my clients. Mm-hmm. Some guys just need a lot of time. And it gets to a point where it's not, you know. Charge them. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> there's only so many hours That's in the what day. I and time is money. So I'm going to uh, probably put together like, yeah, some other. Some you other have like an exclusive there. package for people who need phone calls and run questions yeah, past lot, you. And, yeah. Because you're too busy to do their own research. So I've yeah. had many of those clients. I still have them. Some of them run through right, a like the 10 mentorship hour pa- program. Yeah, some of the, these guys run through the mentorship program in a month. Right. So the mentorship thing, yeah. like like a monthly rolling mentorship kind of mm. package is what I'm thinking, where they really have a lot of questions and they want to learn at a fairly high rate. Yeah. Then it's like, well, that's time. Time is money. Yeah. Charging. You know, Charging. Might put together Everybody's a stealing like my setup though. Huh? <laughs> Everybody's stealing that setup. Yeah. Because well. I got it, I got my idea from Rick Collins, right? Because he has a um, you know, a retainer because he's a lawyer, the criminal defense lawyer. And they always have retainers. But the clientele that I work with now is mostly very financially secure old business owners or you know, cryptocurrency babies. Uh, it doesn't really matter where the money comes from as long as you're financially secure. Mm. So you just 
treat it like a lawyer fee where you place a retainer and then I'll deduct time spent based uh, on, on the, you know, the prepaid fee. And once the prepaid fee is gone, right, we were gone through the 600 minutes and it's time for an update. Yeah. Or, or they're usually happy and say, you know, I'll maybe see you in six months. Um, yeah, so that, that works pretty well. But the full-time coaching I don't do anymore. Even the VIP stuff was just too much time, dude. There's only so much, so many hours in the day. Yeah. And you can only really, if you're doing real coaching, like giving people genuine time, and you're actually looking at their check-ins. You can't do 300, looking, no, you can't do 300. Man. You can't do hundreds of clients. It doesn't work. 50 maximum. Most of those guys, most of my clients in the last year have come from those kinds of situations where mm. they're with a big name coach who has hundreds of clients yeah. and they've got a big name and a big price tag, but they just don't get bugger all communication. Yeah. Like yeah. great coaches and great people, but they, you, what the real backbone behind good coaching is communication. Mm -hmm. And that's time. Yeah. So there's only so many hours in the day. You know, so if you want, no, so you gotta and, eat. and I don't want to drop the quality. I don't want to drop the quality of the service. Mm -hmm. So you know, this is why I'm coming up with these different tiers and some more educational material. Mm -hmm. So I can just produce, provide a little bit more value with the hours that I've got, right. and without because I don't believe coaching in by nature is not a scalable business. No, it isn't. Why do you think no. I let it go? Right, it's not a scalable business. It's not something that you can I just take on three, four hundred clients and keep scaling. <laughs> You have to take on the, the, a bunch of other coaches and then you have to tra train them and, and manage your reputation them. goes to shit because the other coaches don't know what you know. And it's right, you know, they just start. I mean, the last thing you want is a multitude of clients complaining about service. So, no, I always kept like 50 clients, 55 at maximum during world championships time. And uh, but most of the time, we'd have 50 clients, but that it's, it's a good least, number, right. 50, I feel like, is about as much as it's you as can as much handle as you can do. And, and then, still provide a quality service. And when there's more more clients, you just increase the rates. Mm. You know, and you prove to yourself that you can charge that. And then all the clients on the previous say, in three months, rates go up. If you want to stay, you stay. If you don't want to stay, you don't stay. And then you drop to 30 clients, and then you'll have 50 in no time again. Yeah. So it's just a vicious circle until you can charge uh, literally $3,000 an hour. <laughs> Not an hour, but a month, sorry. Not an hour. I think I'm just going to do like a bit of a TSS. Depend on the, mm -hmm. the kind of client, what they're trying to do, you know, because mm -hmm. I don't want to price out guys, like just working guys that still are real hard workers. They really want to get the job done. They either want to mm -hmm. compete or just look good, but they can't afford like, you know, thousands of dollars a month. I don't know. I mean, it's... I, I don't want to price those out. So I'm just going to be more selective with the people that I work with. Yeah, you can also you do know, that. Choose, just do who that. You, choose who you work with and you know? see which one is not going to be a headache. Right, and then the just game. generate other streams that don't take up as much time from, from the coaching. Mm -hmm. like I've got a product. Oh, yeah, product launch. I'm not going to say too much right now, but I've got an awesome product in prototyping right now for lifters. You're all going to love it. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Watch this space that's right. it. until it's until it's ready to rock and roll. Mm -hmm. But prototyping should be ready to test in a few weeks. Exciting, yeah. You know when it's like I'm sure you're the same. Everyone, how many ideas have you had? And you go, ah, oh, that's a great idea. I should, I should. I always, I always find the reasons not to do it. Then I'm like, yeah, whatever. Right. I've got <laughs> lists and lists of uh, in all of the phones. If I went back through all of my old mobile phones and checked out my notes, mm -hmm. it would just be full of the ideas or ideas to make. Whether it be a bloody, you know, whatever, back in songwriting or yeah. product design, little inventions, business ideas, and n none of them ever, you know, you don't do anything. But this one, mm -hmm. I'm fucking making it happen. All right. So good luck. Yeah, Let me know when it's ready. It will, I'll it will, need yeah. a discount code. Yeah. You'll be. <laughs> <laughs> 
not promoting shit unless I get paid. <laughs> you get paid. You'll get paid. You'll get paid. And it's good. Right? It's got to be good. Otherwise, I don't put my name to do it. I get like emails every day now. Every day to promote shit. And I just turn them all away. Right. And I bet you get hundreds of the marketing agencies. Oh. How do you get rid of them? I mean, you can re like, you if, report if, them as phishing, right? No, or spam, I, I just block. I block and get like ten. It's it's Andrew Tate's fault. It's all these the the Hustlers Academy. Oh, how to be a copywriter, right? Fuck man, all of these. I get ten a day that want to sell me ten thousand followers, and then ten a day are like, have you tried email marketing? You know, have, do you want to book fifty <laughs> clients? Do you want to book fifty appointments today? Do you want to? I get <sighs> it. I, I appreciate the hustle. But these are literally pages with zero posts, no followers. You know, some guy from the middle of God knows where. Yeah. Just going, you know. Barely speaks any English. I'm just like, you know, at least prove that you've done it before. Prove that mm -hmm. you can do it or something. Just a cold messaging people. And all the, all the, all the messages are the same. They're all copy-pasted. All right. And from their, uh, That's why I tell all my guys and anyone, all of the coaches that I coach, mm -hmm. do not mark, don't do the DM marketing. Do not just be send out 20 messages a day to 20 different people and start 20 different conversations and hopefully one of them will sign up. It's a waste of time. Total waste of time. And at the end of the day, all you end up doing is literally kind of almost force selling a product to someone who's not really sure if they want it. Mm -hmm. Let the clients come to you based on what you can produce, what services right. you can produce. Because then if they do come to you, you know that they're really ready to work. They're already gonna, convinced yeah. themselves. And if you do just, if that happens naturally within conversation from a comment on a post or a DM or something, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But just anyone that likes your post, you're then in their DMs saying, hey, have you thought about coaching? Hey, yeah. what's your, you know, just starting these fake conversations like you care. This is like one of the most common marketing uh, things that these uh, business mentorship companies are doing. And I think a lot of people that have tried it have ended up being put on like the the spam lists, right? Yeah. Like you can't send out DMs anymore yeah. and stuff. So just, uh, it's just scale, scale, scale. Try and make as much money, you know, scale up to you know this much money this a month. And I'm like, this guy's been in the gym for three months and you're selling him a scale in, a scale up your coaching pro. To me, it all just seems like a, a bit people, of a People are desperate to work by themselves, but it takes time, you know? I get it. Yeah, but put the, put I mean, the time it, in. Yeah. Put the time nobody, and learn nobody, how to nobody do nobody the job. Nobody has time for that. They wanted yesterday. Like you can, with the, with the software Look at Steve, available he's now. he's got 100,000 subs. It's not like it didn't take me 10 nah, years. with all the software and things now and AI and all of this stuff, if you leverage all of these things really cleverly, mm -hmm. you can get along a lot faster. And yeah. if you really love coaching and bodybuilding and everything that comes with that, you can level up your levels of education really quickly. Mm -hmm. Really quickly. But... Trying to, the first, if your first thing is like, oh, I'm going to start a coaching business and you've got one or two clients and then you're buying a mentorship package to scale your service and try and, <laughs> come on, man. I know. Come Everybody on. has to get you're burnt in their own right. And then you end up paying this huge monthly fee for some guy to say, did you send out your messages this week? And it's like, that's not a service in itself. So no. I think it's all a little bit disingenuous on like, I mean, there are some good ones out there. There are some good mentorship programs and mm -hmm. some really great business, uh, business like kind of mentorships and managements. And if you're in a position with your business where you need that, then great. Right. All I'm saying is, is these early guys, like these guys just about to start the coaching journey and they're already looking at that stuff. And those businesses won't say it's a bit early for you, mate. Yeah. They'll take your money. Of course. You know, so just be careful with that. Yeah. And hence why we're going to make this course, which is way more applicable and more affordable. 
Uh, what happened to spending like five years in the gym before you start helping other people? No way, bro. You got a pro <laughs> card within six months. Don't you know anything? <laughs> you need to be classic pro. How about you become a coach when people you ask bro you? Broccoli haircut. Yeah. Do a pose like this. Yeah. You know, and right. uh, and within you know six months, you should be getting a pro card. Okay. Yeah, that's how it works now. <sighs> Good actually. luck. Good luck with that. Psalm goblins. Yeah, I just... Uh, it's all Psalms, bro. That's the secret. Yeah, I know. Not real gear. Just six months on Psalms. Dude. Everybody's going to get burned in their own right, man. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Survival of the fittest, right? The, the, the people who are really putting in the effort, they will make it. But, of course. But why would you sign up for a coach who has no experience? Right. <laughs> I mean... Uh... Especially these, these Instagram pages with zero... Posts or no website. I always think, whose fault is it? Because I, I get some people that have been like, oh, I signed up with this coach. It was terrible. So the, all these like, I get fake it, business gurus. I'm like, you know? but the, from the client's point of view as well, mm -hmm. even if you don't know anything, you can still look at someone and say, mm -hmm. well, I, I want to look better than that guy. Uh, so yeah. why are you then paying for the, those, that mm -hmm. guy's services? Yeah. You know, maybe they say all the right things and they're really good salespeople, but... <sighs> <sighs> a, f a fool and Just, his money is soon departed. That was the... Yeah, that's a, that's a good... Of course, if you want to keep your head above water and you need a little bit uh, good reputation that lasts years, you know? So this is usually why you see that the guys that are, you know, not really aggressive sellers, they stay around longer because their reputation remains intact over years. Whereas other guys, they, uh, you know, they come out of the woodworks, you know, like a freight train and then within one year, their reputation is destroyed. Yeah. And then they get a fake injuries to stay afloat, you know? Yep, that's a pretty common common story now, you know? They go all the way to the top, big name, yeah, this, that, and the other, great. And then, mm -hmm. you know, all of their good clients, if they have any, leave them. <laughs> and that's that. Game over. Game so over, yeah. On to the next. You know, chasing that dollar. I get it. It's business. I totally get it. But this is a... in Coaching is not something you can do that in. If you can't... If, Soon as the quality drops, it will go. With to coaching, shit. it's you are ready to be a coach when people ask you to coach them. Yeah, and with you, that happened reasonably fast in China when people started asking you to coach, right? Because yeah, you could bust my ass. Yeah, and I've no, proved people, it. People but... asked, right? And then you're like, oh, wait a minute, I can actually yeah do this. And it's the same for me, you know. I and even my then, wife. I coached a whole bunch of people for free. Yeah, for I a know. long time because right. I wasn't. I had no idea how to mm -hmm. do it. Like, how do I navigate? Like check-ins and stuff right, right? we didn't time, have man. any of the software back then no it takes time you know and, and the software now is amazing like ahuna's yeah game changer like mm -hmm. that is the only thing that's actually helped me be able to scale up and still provide the quality i provide yeah. because for me that's automated of the, now. the amount of com the communication i would have with clients mm -hmm. 25 30 was pushing it mm -hmm. but now with kahunas yeah. that is streamlined like right. my data collection and mm -hmm. everything big time and uh, that's allowed me to take on a few a few more people and right. still have enough time to do it. So yeah, like amazing software, mm -hmm. but yeah, still put the put, I did proper, it all put the foundation did. work in. Yeah, I remember like when you start on WhatsApp. Yeah, WhatsApp, WhatsApp, WhatsApp and Excel, and Excel. <laughs> Excel spreadsheets. If you've ever hey, if you've never seen worked, a, a vigorous Steve Excel spreadsheet, holy shit! Yeah, if hey, it worked. Read dude. one of them and then decide if you really want to be a coach. <laughs> people, the people that don't even come close to it. I've even seen Excel sheets from other people that. It, 
No, they don't even come close. I don't even do Excel sheets. Right? Like, no, but you go through the app, right? So yeah, it's a bit different. But it's yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, we I remember have, those we didn't sheets. Have those apps because I, that was my first time ever hiring a coach as well. Yeah, and you're like fuck. And you gave me these sheets, and I'm like, I don't. There were things on there I had never even heard of. Mm-hmm. There were micronutrients. I was like, what now? I didn't know I was getting that. And down to the micro micro. That just allows you to make proper adjustments you know right yeah so you know what's getting in and yeah well luckily for me i did you know learn how to do things the proper way because of the Mm. way the way you were doing it right so the standards are set high no no you can't work with anybody else yeah (laughs) well that's the problem yeah (laughs) but the i think back then like coaches all most i mean were there any when you started coaching were there shit coaches well most coaches were oh yeah yeah you had plenty from other shit coaches and then you got to fix them you know I mean, I never remember it being like even, a big business when I was younger. No, but then but I wasn't, you weren't, you weren't in, you I was in the, the bodybuilding. No, it was always yeah. big business. And, but now, you know, now there's a boatload of them and most yeah. of them are just shit. The ones that don't advertise are the good ones. Yeah. It's it's that simple. The one, Because they're full. You know, Chris Tuttle. Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am though. I don't advertise. Right. And, and I'm full. No, you're just probably full. space because, full. No, two I, I at never, any point, I could probably take two or three. And... Yeah, but I, I never had to advertise because my reputation was good and I got results. I never even posted before and after pictures. I, I just didn't need to. Nah, just reputation goes. And, and people would it. pay an entire year in advance, you know? So here's, and not ask for discounts. If they ask for a discount, I would just mm-hmm. stop replying. Hey, can I do uh, like 20% off? Just, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's just, it's a, I mean, I've met in the last year, mm-hmm. so many coaches. That yeah. have come through, you know, Thailand, like the yeah, 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 digital yeah. nomads, and some of them are, are great. You know, mm. I know, like Chris. I mean, I've taught Chris a lot, mm. uh, but he was he had his foot in the door already. Mm-hmm. And then the last year, he's he's done really, really well. But again, it's all, he doesn't advertise. No, it's based on providing good quality and just doing it, being authentic. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. You've got um, like uh, Adam, mm-hmm. um, and Colton. They're all doing know, well. You know, they just. They keep their knowledge up to date mm-hmm. and provide decent services, and that's it, right? No fancy, you know. It's not. I think the people that have to try and oversell this stuff, mm-hmm. that they, they have to try really hard to sell. Well, because there's that's nothing, a, that's there's the nothing flag, there. Right? Yeah, that's, that's a red, red flag. flag. <laughs> if you have to really try to convince someone to sign up for your services, mm-hmm. there's some you're not. It should be an easy thing. I don't know. Anyway, and the people who are interested, they're. They can find it themselves, you know? Yeah. They'll go to your website, they'll have a look at what you offer, and then decide for themselves what you want to do. It just What's most important is you put out content so people know what you're talking about, yeah. and then see what you have on offer. And the more content you produce, the better it is. Yeah. Because it hard sales, it doesn't work in the fitness industry. You no, just look really. like a fucking predator. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people. Well, um, the only reason I really brought this up is because I've had quite a few people recently, and mm. they've gone through horrible experiences. Yeah. But horrible that will never, never that end. cost a lot of money. Yeah, that's what pisses me off. Is this is working people like this, mm-hmm. this a few hundred bucks a month is a, a lot of money for some yeah. people. Mm-hmm. And um, so all I'd say is, yeah, just do your do due diligence, mm-hmm. ask proper questions, shop around, and just really make sure. Don't just dive headfirst into something because it's cheap and cheerful. Because if it's cheap, chances are, you know, you're getting what you pay for, and it's it's not going to be great. So make sure you're you choose carefully because there's a lot of really good coaches out there and there's also a lot of really shit coaches out there. And yeah, I just don't like seeing people getting rinsed. 
pisses me off. Yeah, well, that's the fitness industry. People yeah. get a rinse all the time here. Puts people off as well. There's a lot of really, really potentially great athletes, mm -hmm. or even just people that have a lot of potential just to really improve their lives that get put off. And they quit and give up and never do it again because of one bad experience. Well, I mean, honestly, they, they should, you know, keep going. Yeah, but sometimes these bad experiences can be, like, really lose all faith and trust in coaches. <sighs> I and I get it, but... You can still get a lot done. I mean, fuck, there's so much good information out there you can utilize for free. I mean, it's... Yeah. I don't even think most people need a coach. You just want to feel comfortable. Yeah, well, that's the, the thing is, is, is the time. And a lot of people are like... The, the, com the common questions are, how do I navigate all of this information? Mm -hmm. Now, it's easy for me to say, just watch this guy, this guy, this guy, and that's all you'll need to know, and yeah. you'll be good. You know, And then if you need guidance, hire someone good mm -hmm. within that circle of people, and, you're, and you'll be good. That's yeah. easy for us to say, mm -hmm. and so the people that reach out and ask, yeah. but there's a lot of people that are just are clueless and just have zero idea on how to navigate yeah, maybe that's you know, it also. anything. And also what they're seeing in their feeds and their streams and on their home. It's a lot of nonsense. <laughs> you know, it's uh, what I see on my YouTube. Yeah. I think to myself, how do people, you know, get so confused with basic stuff? Because every time I look on YouTube, mm -hmm. it's just awesome people and awesome videos. Yeah, making it depends great content. on what you follow. Right, also. but it depends yeah. on what you follow. So I don't really I, I forget to consider that because in some people's homepages, it's... You know, probably junk. the junk and the, the trend twins and yeah, yeah that doesn't <laughs> and help either. some other shit, you know, so. Well, well, the good thing about that is that coaching will never go out of business. Yeah, that's true. There will always be a need for coaches. Yeah. And but the good coaches Until eventually. Until we all get wiped out by AI. That will take a while. The only, the only coaches that will survive AI mm -hmm. are the ones that actually have legit in the field real-time experience yeah real applicable experience mm -hmm. and know how to communicate and, and know how to use ai to, to scale know, their business i know how to leverage ai <laughs> yeah did you write me a ketogenic all of guy these... this is why with, with my coaching you never you always knew that it was 100 me because those like shell sheets nobody could that it's like got all the amino acids and all, all the carbs no, and all the micronutrients Oh, AI can't do that, man. Nah, but I mean, like, AI is amazing, and it's a great tool to mm. leverage and use and tweak to your advantage, and it'll save you a lot of time. But the good thing about it, yeah, it will put all of those useless newbie coaches, and there's nothing wrong with being a newbie coach. Everyone was a newbie at some point. You've got to start somewhere. No, but, but, but listen. What you're trying to sell, yeah. and what you're trying to charge someone money, and you're responsible for their health and fitness, and you're saying you can do things that you have no place you got to at least have experience right. with bodybuilding or fitness before exactly. you become a newbie coach. Yeah. And uh, AI, right. AI will wipe all of those people out. Yeah. You know. Oh, you can go to AI and ask for a diet. So give me a 2,500 calorie ketogenic diet or carb diet for performance or this diet or that. And it would yeah. just generate it for you. Follow it. But AI can't do that. No. You know, and say, prove it. Well, you can ask AI, AI to make pictures, right? And they'll be so good that it looks like a real yeah. person. Oh, no, I am a real person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally checked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It won't write you a cycle, though. Uh, no, it doesn't do that. It won't write you a cycle. But if you ask it the right questions, you can get <laughs> you yeah, can trick it. Yeah. Stupid AI, we can trick it. Yeah. Which which that. combination of drugs should I avoid? Uh, to you know, not be because skinny. I don't I don't want to be too big. <laughs> don't want to be too which, skinny. Which combination what of should performance I take to not be skinny? And then hopefully it's like well. Take all Chad of the G Chad GBT, man. <laughs> it helps, though. It's great. It's yeah. really great. I'm really excited for the new Sora. 
the video produ yeah. production one. That mm. looks amazing. It's going to be a lot of stock footage for that. Loads of stock footage, but the way it can generate, like from what I've seen so far, my buddy who's into like all the mid journey stuff, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. He's been sending me some of like the early little tester beta testing stuff they've done for Sora, mm -hmm. and it's incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. Like it's going to be a case of like video editors will be put out of business real quick because you're going to be able to say. Here's a whole bunch of footage that I filmed today. Mm -hmm. I want you to make one 90-second reel of all the cooking stuff. I want you to make um, a five-minute video of all of the training and make mm -hmm. it look cinematic and awesome and add some cool music to it. You'll be able to prompt all of these things, right. and it will generate it all faster than any human will mm -hmm. ever generate it, and it will look amazing. You know, all the stuff, the time we spend doing, like, uh, you know, light adjustments and things like that all the photoshopping mm. whatever else you have to do to videos to make them stand out and look good AI, I know. AI if will just destroy do, everyone yeah i wonder if they can do scientific uh, paper overlays that i'm skeptical about but well what you'll be able to do though is you know you all the time you spend looking through scientific papers yeah. for a paragraph mm -hmm. you'll be able to use ai to say hey within this study there's a yeah. paragraph that talks about this find it for me mm -hmm. chop it out and put it into Overlay, put blah, the blah, yellow blah, highlights. Right, yeah. and it will. And that's what it will be able to do for you. So you'll be able to use that to save you a whole bunch of time. And then say, right, now I want that added in at 2 minutes 30 seconds of this mm. video in the bottom left or top right. Right. And that's you start to learn how to leverage it that way, and it's going to be it's going to be next level. Really is going to be absolutely Yeah, I think level. one year, because you see the difference between AI videos from a year ago, two years ago, and what it is now. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. It's, it's developing so fast. Like, I'm going to make one tomorrow, just a reel on how to... Because mm -hmm. all the people, time people ask me about food, they're like, yeah. oh, you know, how can I make this food taste better? And I'm like, the fact that you have to ask me blows my mind. Like, <laughs> why can't... Like, there's this thing called Google. It's been around for yeah, a while. Yeah, it has recipes. You know, YouTube. You know, YouTube. It'd be way quicker. Yeah. But now, what I'm going to do is just make a video that says, okay, so you want to make your chicken and rice taste a little better. Chat GPT. Give me 10 different ways to make my chicken and rice meal in 10 different options yeah. based on these macros. I don't want any sugar in there, this, that, and the other. And Chat GPT will say, no problem. Here's 10 recipes. No, I'll say, Chat GPT. Now um, give me the cook detailed cooking instructions, mm -hmm. ingredients, and times for everything for four portions, you know, yeah. for your meal prep or whatever it is you want to do. And you'll be able, if you're still asking me for ideas about food with well, it's AI. Easy, it's easier to ask us. That's why I have the vigorous Q&A. People are willing to pay fine. $10, $20 if you, if to pay, ask me questions they can if you're figure paying out me, so, if, I don't really don't fucking get it, but I make like $300 every weekend. So might funny. as well, you know. Steve, what about this? I answered this last week. I have a dedicated <laughs> video about it with timestamps. But if you want to pay 10 bucks, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're one of my clients and you're paying, you ask away. You know, yeah, that's part of, of course, the yeah, that's part of the service. But for, I get a lot of comments just asking these little questions. And I'm like, do a, do a Q&A. You can literally just generate your own meal prep cookbook with a thousand too recipes. Too much effort, man. So I'll Just yeah, ask I'm Steve to, um, through DM. He gets 500 a day. I'm sure he'll reply. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve has the best chicken recipe. It'll cost you 10 bucks, but he'll tell you what it is. I, I, I just, and you'll salt, say, salt, chia seeds. Add salt. Yeah, add salt, chia seeds then. Maybe a little Frank's. I don't give a fuck about the flavor, man. I can go out to dinner in the nicest restaurants, pay a little bit more. Yeah, once you get Jack's flavor, kind of just goes out the window a bit. What's the point? The flavor's irrelevant these days. Uh, Sunday, I have a great cheat meal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yesterday was great. My slim tastes good. That's all that matters. <laughs> 
Don't care about the food. Slim will make everything taste good because you're hypo. Right. I mean, you got to get it in. Oh, this, this, this is like life-saving flavor. You don't like eating breakfast? <laughs> do a little slim, then do cardio, then tell me that you yeah. don't like breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. You're sitting there fucking dripping <laughs> yeah. sweat into your oatmeal bowl. I'm not, I can't, Breakfast I, never tasted so good after hypo cardio. Yeah. Holy Splendor, bro. cinnamon, oatmeal. Everything. All protein, of the flavor. Yeah. <laughs> Got one half a banana scooped in there. Holy shit, man. You're like, just sitting there. just You know how shit dark chocolate tastes? Wait till you go hypo. And then you add dark chocolate to your cream so This rice, is the wrong way to do it. Blueberries, your cinnamon. The blueberries, okay, but no dark chocolate. You save that for Sunday for your cheat meal. I just let a cube dissolve on my tongue. <laughs> Everything tastes better on Slim. <laughs> Pro tip. Pro tip, yeah. Yeah, it does work. MK677 is Slim. Hey, you can you eat got, anything. got a shit appetite? Do some Slim. It works. I'm not making it up. It's the most anabolic thing you can use, and everyone's terrified of it. Only morons die from Slim. So if you die from Slim, you, you're, you're not. Darwinism takes yeah. care of itself. Natural selection. Yeah. I took 10 IUs because 10 IUs of GH is, yeah. you know. <laughs> if you're really scared, just... Stick with Lantus. That's pretty doable. Yeah. Yes, that is impossible. What was the record? Three pens? That thing. Three full pens? Yeah, something like that. And it's fine. Yeah. Still, you could hurt yourself. Yeah, but I mean... Remember, kids, drugs are meant to be respected. Do your research. And then do them all. And then, no. Oh, what? That's only when you're a bodybuilder. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In case you... I'm pretty keen to... Get big again. That's why I'm a little bit drug focused today. Mm. And I don't even do much drugs. My my cycle is as of this week just testing Primo. So not nothing too exciting. So after all these experiments, you come back to what I always preach. Experiments are experiments, right? They're all short term. Like some of them, short term input wise, mm-hmm. a lot of fun and it has its place. But very usually in a diet scenario. I find most of these experiments are gonna be most beneficial in a diet scenario. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only one I'd say in a growth scenario would probably be the Inquilex to yeah. stay a little leaner while growing. Mm-hmm. And the high growth I thought was completely overkill, but just a good amount of growth. They have Omnitrop now in Thailand. Oh, really? Yeah. Link, please. <laughs> Discount Link, God, please. please. <laughs> yeah. um, I got some in the fridge. Yeah, but it's just right now I'm just <laughs> doing, uh, what am I on? Um, 750 uh, test. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grammar Primo. And that's I'm, not that's that's like two grams a gear. Yeah, but I'm two seventy five now. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, come on, starting. That's a reasonable for me. That's a, no, a dose that I know and have done a bunch of times that I know. Mm. That's a good place for me to be very make progress. Yeah. yeah, good good spot to make progress. And then eight day years of growth. No growth right now. I've got to order some. I know you just told me that, so that yeah, won't take long. Cheap, cheap. Slim, mm-hmm. bit of Lantus, twenty IU's of Lantus, mm-hmm. and then I take ten IU's of a Pedra. Fast acting insulin mm-hmm. pre workout. Pre-workout, yeah. That's it. Mm. That's it. And I'll do a ment experiment this week. Do a little bit of chest. See how that feels. Just like megs. yeah, fifty megs, maybe mm. seventy five a week mm. tops. And just kind of see how it feels. I've just never done it before. A mm. buddy of mine made some and uh I'm gonna give it a shot, see how that feels. Literally. Cycle length three or four weeks, tops. I know. No, until you get bored with it, it's an experiment. So maybe you love it and you run it for sixteen weeks. You get anecdotally, I've heard people say like after the four week mark, it kind of feels like uh, time to pull it out. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I know all those compounds are off the menu for me. The TRT is the only thing I'm looking at yeah. when there's good news, but so far nothing. So 
What a good time. HCG and FSH, time. man. That's it. But your numbers are good. It's just a matter of time. And the stars align. Oh, yeah. You light one, two, light an extra candle. And you see the comments sometimes. Put a like bit Steve, of uh, Barry White on. Steve, why are you talking about all these drugs? You look small. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just angle. Getting the angles. No, you're fine. You're fine. I feel small. That's the thing, which is good. Because if I feel small now, mm-hmm. you know, this is good. This is the, my walk. My, this is zero effort walking around weight. Yeah, like 270, one. 275. Mm-hmm. Like that's three meals a day. Just kind of plodding I'd be by. Like, I think if I put the effort in, I'll be like 230 in no time. Yeah. Yeah. You'll re- yeah, if you could. Even if I start eating more, I'll be 230. Yeah. You blow right back up. Yeah. It doesn't take long. I think it's just like a natural little equilibrium that kicks in and mm-hmm. people have that weight that they just feel very comfortable walking around that and it just looks good, feels good, and it's easy to maintain even with just like barely maintenance food. It just yeah, sticks. 100, 100 kilo. I mean, I'm right. still in caloric restriction. So. Yeah. But Gotta get lean, man. Yeah. Gotta get shredded. Get absolutely inside out. Yeah. I need oh. to get inside out, but with 20 extra pounds. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be good. No, you know what to do. Yeah, more slim. <laughs> and let's leave it there. <laughs> Where can people find you? Not on YouTube anymore, right? Rumble, baby. Rumble. Rumble. Rumble, I can say whatever I want. I got banned from the tube uh-huh. for talking about... Yeah, don't mention the name. ...stuff and from places. So, yeah, here's what it is. So I've started up again fresh on Rumble. You can come and find me there. Mm-hmm. The channel is called... The Muscle Nomads. Oh, really? Uh, it's not Bodybuilding with Aaron. Bodybuilding with Aaron is just me and my Instagram. Uh-huh. But I like Muscle Nomads because mm-hmm. the idea that all, all we're all muscle nomads on this, you know, at least the ones that of us that are traveling around the world. Right. And most bodybuilders mm-hmm. travel around the world at some point. Right. We're all muscle nomads. Mm-hmm. We are OG muscle nomads. True. Um, but, you know, there's going to be some other people that jump on, do interviews and things like that. With their different, various different stories from different mm-hmm. parts of the industries, interesting conversations. I'll put some training stuff up there as well. Just bits and bobs. But, yeah, Muscle Nomads on Rumble. You'll find me there. You'll also find um, you'll find me as Bodybuilding with Aaron on Instagram, of course. Mm-hmm. That's it then. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Peace out, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace.